Welcome to episode 341 of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And I'm your host, Denise Oyston. Something a little different today. I think you're going to enjoy it. Um, And we're on the subject of content and specifically three important categories of content that you need to create as a recruitment business owner if you want your content to be valuable and to help you grab and get the placements that you want. Now, this podcast is slightly longer because it's actually the recording from a Facebook Live that we did in our Recruitment Marketing Mastery Group. If you're not a member, then uh, I will drop a link in um, the transcription of this recording, which all you have to do is click it, go over to uh, the Facebook page, uh, request entry, and then we will allow you to to come into the group. Because in that group, we post a lot of content. We do Facebook Lives, we do a lot of videos, we answer a lot of questions. It's just a different level to some of the other things you might see from us on on social media. And uh, what we did is we did a a few videos, I think a few live streams uh, quite recently, And uh, this particular one we've got a lot of questions about, and this was these particular content categories. So three key categories, one of which I'm going to tell you what they are, and then you can really tune into this because I'll give you some sort of real deep detail and and examples of, of, of how this can work for you. The first one is value add and authority content. Very, very important for people that don't know you, who you want to get on their radar. I'm going to give you lots of examples in this particular podcast that you'd be able to listen to. Secondly, who you are and how you help. I know this seems crazy, but lots of people don't actually necessarily do that. They just do the buy my service. If you are attached to us on social media, you will see some of the images and social media posts that we make where we actually highlight what is going on for people as a as an issue. And then we tell people how we can help uh, solve that problem. So that type of post is important. The other thing that goes down really, really well, not everyone does it, is actually content around your social proof. So like reviews, testimonials, case studies. These are really important pieces of your marketing collateral and something you need to make sure you're creating. So stay tuned because the next voices you hear will be Sharon and I as we share in the group this particular training session. So enjoy. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Good morning and what a fantastic gorgeous blue sky sunny day it is well it isn't the late district anyway oh right yes we are live We're suddenly live. the camera went blank just don't you just love technology yeah in the I late need district to say that again then what i was just saying before what about a good, a good yeah you can say yeah, it again yeah. go and say so, it again so i hope that where you are it is as fabulous day as it is here so with the north lakes we've got blue skies we've got sunshine and according to the BBC weather app, it's heading towards 15 degrees. It could be even warmer where you are, 
But um, welcome and thanks for joining us. Hope you've got yourselves um, a brew, be that a tea, a coffee. I've got some hot water here. I'm on a bit of a health kick at the minute. Um, <laughs> I've got so. coffee though. Um, and yeah, because uh, it can be a bit rare in the Lake District. We, we're a bit convoluted up here. We like to have nice weather in April and May and then we have terrible summers. But anyway, there, there we go. Now We're hoping for a good one this year. Um, we don't know if people are going to come online or not. The, the great thing about Facebook Lives is, of course, you will have the content to watch later because it's in a, it's in a video. Um, and we wanted to have a chat about content again. Mm. I know you probably think, God, you two keep going on about content all the time. And I think one of the things about it is if you want to attract more leads and then convert them, content is a way to do that. And I think maybe was it a couple of weeks ago we had a... Uh, we started the conversation yeah, about a, content, thinking about social content and, you know, attractions, you know, how you get content to stand out. So... I think that's where we started a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So what I wanted to do today, because we do get a lot of people email us saying, oh, you know, what what content do should I be writing? Mm -hmm. And uh, when should I be, be, be doing it? When should I be posting it? Um, so what we wanted to do is to give you some a, a little bit of a framework that will help you when it comes to content. And we're going to start off with the three areas. I'm thinking the, the title of the video, I said, you know, the three areas that content... Mm -hmm. Um, you need to consider you, your content needs to fall into these three categories, if you like, because that's what you need to do to actually make a difference. So I'm wondering whether I've actually got them written. I wrote them out here. Um, many of our members, our Superfast Circle members, um, said, don't use slides, just show us things on bits of paper. So I hope you can. Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. Maybe to... put it a little bit. Oh, that's yeah, it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So Focus basically... It's focusing on that rather than me. Mm. So if you want to scribble this down or if you're watching this later, um, actually do a quick uh, photograph of it. Mm. And uh, the three content areas are one, value add and authority. I'm going to explain all of these. The second one is who you are and how you help. Sometimes people miss that out. And the third is social proof and the results that you, you get for people. Mm. So if we talk about the first one, which is obviously about value add and building authority. Um, the thing about the recruitment and staffing sector is you've got clients and you've got candidates, but this really essentially is a B2B environment. Let, let's be blunt about it. Um, when you are placing a candidate, it's a high value item. Now, um, we were talking about the weather earlier and last week I'm starting to get like the pots and everything already outside and realise that as happens with all the various storms we've had that the table cover had ripped bad boy that he is he'd ripped um so I went online and I bought a uh cover for the table now the outside table the right? outside table yeah the outside table. <laughs> yeah the outside table, the waterproof for the outside table and uh and I have no idea, I'll be honest and say, I have no idea what brand I've got. I knew I needed a green one and it had to be a certain size. And so I just basically went onto everyone's favorite Amazon, clicked and, um, and, bought, the, uh, and bought the cover. 
Um, that it will not be the same when we're actually buying new garden furniture in the next few weeks because we've decided to, to get some new garden furniture. Um, I will and do a barbecue. and a barbecue. Yeah, the barbecue. A barbecue, very important, yeah. And uh, because it's it's been sort of 10 years since they've been replaced and things like that. Uh, but I will do a lot more research. And it's it's remembering that people won't just suddenly start working with you. They need to, you know, in the words of Seth, they need to know who you are, they need to, to like you, and they need to trust you before they will actually start engaging with you. So having content around those areas makes a huge difference. We'll come on um, a little bit later on and actually tell you what types of content you can use. But thinking about that, so you're wanting to add some value to them. And I always love Frank Kern's uh, quote. If, I don't know if any of you know Frank Kern. Um, he's a great internet marketer. I've been very fortunate to be able to work with him as well. And he always says, you know, help people by actually helping them. So often you'll find that we, we do a lot of content that is very tactical and we give away lots of things that maybe other people don't because we like to help people by actually helping them. So they get a great experience of it and then think, hmm, this is free, you might well go and work with that person. And it's exactly the same when it comes to, to recruitment. But um, to give you an idea of like what sort of things, do you want to say about the framework? Do you want to have a chat mm. about the framework, Sharon? I don't want to just dominate um, this. Are you, are you thinking about? Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking of, I'm thinking of yeah. like the candidate and client yeah. journeys. And, and it's really appropriate because yesterday I was um, on a call with someone and, you know, and they actually, you know, one of the business owners, they, they, they like to write. Um, and what they find, though, is that um, it, it's getting the ideas. Um, it's not just time, time's an issue, but it's getting the ideas in the first place. So something that we were chatting about was, you know, drawing on this individual's expertise and knowledge in the market because they've been around in their particular market for a long time. And so if you think of the candidate journey, so you know, at, at the moment, you know, a lot of people are looking for candidates, obviously high quality candidates um, and some are finding it more challenging than others. So if, if you think about how can you um, nurture candidates and, you know, target some of those passive candidates, you know, people perhaps who are sitting tight, they're unsure about whether to move or not because markets might still be a little bit uncertain with everything going on. Um, and so, you know, the candidate journey is very much about, let's start at the very beginning. What is it that helps someone make that decision to start looking for a new job um you know there are a whole variety of reasons that can be that trigger point and so maybe what we want to do is create some content around how to decide you know it's it's time to leave or it's it's time to look for that next career opportunity um it could be that you know promises have been made um you know people are sit often sit tight at this time of the year in some markets waiting for their bonus to be paid um you know perhaps promises that were made in terms of promotions they might not transpire there are a whole raft of reasons why you know suddenly people think well i was promised this i was promised this this has not happened that opportunity has not arisen or they might just see if, if i look at people above me and the next opportunities that there could be for me in the business or even laterally 
it is going to be some time because we're not expanding anymore for me to actually go into one of those places or even apply for one so i need to start going outside so you know start off by thinking about the trigger points and then of course when somebody's made that decision to leave then there's a whole journey it's like i need to get my cv together when was the last time they did that it could be a while um thinking about interviews it's like oh my gosh you know i might have had some internal interviews but it's been a while since i've gone externally and I've definitely not had a video interview and that seems to be the rage right now. So how am I going to handle that? What do I need to do? And and it goes on. You you wanting to jump in? I, know, I can, I I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. I, I was on a roll. Um, I suppose it's the change cycle as well. And it's thinking about the, the, the change cycle that people go through emotionally, mentally. Um, mm. And then, you know, building your content uh, around that. Now, I know that there are some of our clients that will watch this later in this group. And if if that's you, go to module three. <laughs> and in module three, you will find of the, of the, the, the blueprint, our training program, you will find the candidate pathway and the client pathway and lots of examples in, in there of, of different things that, uh, that that you can do. And I think also I've seen lots of polls on LinkedIn recently about what is it that would make you move? Because obviously recruiters are really keen to find out, you know, what, uh, why. why. Yeah, yeah, what um, and it, it's interesting because it's still money. <laughs> People will still move for money. And I think particularly um i know many of us you know we're we're you know we have to get real about this many people on this who will watch this later are business owners or are in a job and uh, we all know that the, the cost of fuel is going up and various other things the prices are going up uh, the majority of people probably listening to this are, are going to be okay with that um, maybe not everyone but but certainly a vast majority however lots of people out in the and the environment are not and and thinking that a lot of people are going to start looking at hang on a minute here i've not had a pay rise for two years and uh my heating bill is likely to double mm. and uh need this for the kids the the, the the food's going up food's going up the cost of shoes all of those things so just think about all of those drivers and trigger points for people when it comes to to content mm. and and i think it's the same isn't it do you want to say a little bit about the client journey as well and 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 how people can <clears throat> think about yeah that? i think i think it is because you know with with clients um Obviously, you've got those people that might come to you that, that are ready to act now. And yet the reality is that in, in a sales and marketing funnel, at any one time, there's only three to seven percent of people who are actually ready you know, to make that decision, pick up that phone call, pick up the phone, sorry, you know, drop an email to say, you know, I, I need your help. We're recruiting. Um, you know, there are the other 93 percent are, you know, planning that they know what they're um, let, let's say what, what their plans are in terms of recruiting and everything, um, but, but it's about nurturing them. So again, it's about prodding people to say, you know, what are your plans this year in terms of you know, building um, your team? Um, when, when are you looking to, to bring people on board? And so again, it's, it's the same thing about prodding people in terms of making decisions, um, but then you know, walking that client, you know, almost or taking that client by the hand and walking them through that whole recruitment process of, you know, from the point of view, well, who, who is it that we want to add into the team? What is that role? How clear are we about 
the, the job description, you know, we have a number of our clients who do quite a lot of work with their own clients um, around creating that ideal job description um, and do quite a lot of in-depth consultancy to make sure that that is that is the profile of the job that they need and hence the person that they need. And then, of course, you know, it's it's helping that person think through the whole recruiting process. Um, I was chatting to my nephew um, last week who um, is in his first year of his first job as a, as a young medic. And um, and he's got a needs to clean a glass. <laughs> and um, and his girlfriend is um, is looking for a new role herself. And she's not 100% sure, she's got a science degree, she's not 100% sure about how to use her science background and everything. And um, she's got four um, four lines of application in at the minute, let's say. One of them is a five-step process. And there's no time scale on that process. Um, now, now, thinking about that, she's got four different opportunities in front of her, and one of them is a five-step process. And, you know, I haven't chatted to um, Anama about it in any detail, but I am guessing that if you asked her to prioritise her level of interest in those roles, while, while the five-step process job is interesting to her, you know, she's already thinking that, but what do I do if I'm still being taken through that process and I'm interested in it, but I'm getting made another offer? Because that is, if there's no time time frame there, you know, an army's like any other candidate, if they've got other opportunities and that's a concrete job offer comes in while she's still going through another process, whether that's engaging to her or not, you know, she's going to accept one of those earlier opportunities. So there's lots of education that you could be doing in your content around the process, getting your client to understand, you know, how they need to start adjusting their internal processes to meet the needs of the market if they are wanting to truly get some of the best candidates. And then, you know, there's lots of advice about, you know, the rest of the journey to, to go through, really. So, you know, think about think about the journey that you take your clients through. Well, give me some ideas in a, in a minute about, you know, sort of content yeah. to, to use for that. Yeah. But I think the second thing as well is who are you? Um, and how do you help? Mm. And this is something that, in fact, I recorded a podcast that will be coming out next week, next Wednesday. So if you're not on our podcast channel, go to the Recruitment Marketing Sales Podcast and just subscribe, and then they'll always drop into your into your your, your platform. And um, and I think it is important there to remember that uh, features of any product are great. However, what is it that they're going to do for you? So think about the features of your recruiting service and communicate that out into the market and also tell people how that's going to help them. So there's nothing wrong in promoting you and your service because you need to stand out and say to people, look, this is what we have. This is our process is slightly different. This is what we can do. We've we've got uh, we work with a lot of very experienced recruiters where marketing is a bit new to them. Um, they, they've done bits, but they really want to get it nailed. And so they are 
I would say every every one of our clients is amazing recruiters. They just don't always communicate it very well. Um, but it's thinking about, okay, I've been in this market for 10 years. I've been in this market for 15. We've even got one recruiter that's been in the market for 31 years. So, you know, they really know what they're doing. They really um, can communicate to people the value that they offer. So again, it's thinking about how am I communicating that? There's nothing wrong with writing a blog post about, how how you deliver your service and why it's different but you need to tell people because often um people will say to us well you know i've got lots of other people i could work with so uh, why should i work with you two uh, and we explain why because of some of the things that we do that are quite unique and different now you may say well but but you know we're all the same recruiters you're not it's how you actually deliver the process so that so you need content around that um um which is you know Vital. Is there anything you want to say about that, Sharon? Yeah, I think um, the features versus benefits. The, the features thing. versus benefits thing. You know, it, so so often, um, and, and of course, it's great that people will map out or give some kind of timeline of their pro, of their process, which is very much, um, I guess, the features. Um, something that is often missed or there is less focus on is so what are the outcomes and the benefits of having the steps in the process that, that you have. And, and I always remember um, in, in our early years in business, actually, um, another marketeer talking about Pareto's law. And I'd never considered applying the principles of Pareto, which is, you know, the 80-20 rule, which some, some of you will, will know. Um, and so what they were saying was that, you know, if you're looking at features and benefits, actually have 80% of your benefits on your website and then talk about you know features take up 20 percent so by all means have that timeline process that you take people through but then i think it's really important that you say and the benefit of us working with you through this process is xyz um and, and i think sometimes that which means that, 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 we, so we, that. yeah which it's means that you remember which, your sales which, training so you know which so that allows which you means that you know to do xyz so you know there there are lo lots of features of the resources that we make available in superfast circle and yet unless we say to people what does that mean it means that you can have systems and processes in place for um your marketing it means that you've got the content there that will allow you to automate processes um which means that you know for for consultants you can focus consultants on certain activities knowing that they've got marketing supporting them in the background so there, there's lots lots of opportunity here perhaps to just go and review um what you are saying about your service and just just ask yourself no judgments here it's just ask yourself how many benefits have i got that relate to what i'm saying um our service does and and this is what people experience because what they will experience um are the features but what's that going to mean to them to their recruitment process to their ability to get the right kind of candidate that will fit their culture and then what that person will then do when they're in when they're yeah. in the role so benefits really important. Yeah. Yeah. So, so third one. Third one. So we've talked about um, value add and authority building, which is vital when you work in a B2B business because people don't make decisions overnight. They, they come to it 
after a while and after they've watched you they've been online and of course you know now it's very different than going to a website have a good look at you you know they might be looking at your we know we know because of a very snazzy piece of software we have that some people are on our website at 11 o'clock at night looking at different Mm. things um so we're thinking about the value value add authority building that's number one as Sharon was talking about, it's important about the value that you're adding and who you are and why, why you really. And then uh, the, the final bit um, is the so- social proof. And uh, for those of you watching this later, then go and have a look further down the, uh, the, the, the channel in the, the mastery group. And you'll notice that I did a quick screen capture video yesterday about something, some resources that we provide in our, our membership program. But, you know, fundamentally for anybody, people hate making mistakes. So they want to know what are sort of what are the results that I'm going to get? Or if I work with this recruitment company, I've got a target from my director that I need to have three people in place by the end of June or whatever. I'm just plucking this out in the air, but you, you, you get the general sense of it. Um, and remember when we worked in, in the pharmaceutical industry, I, I always remember, you know, if somebody left, you had to have that mm-hmm. person within 50, it's like imprinted on my mind, 56 days, they have to, but you have to have a new person on a training course. Um, so, so, so that is important to think, to think about if I'm going to work with them, how, how will that work for me? So things that will always work for you is having reviews, having testimonials, and also having case studies. Case studies are really, really important in today's market because people are moving around, people are looking and they don't want to make a mistake. And so, you know, if you've got a really powerful case study, then that can make that can make a difference. So those are the three sort of areas to consider. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, you've you've fast forwarded this video or whatever on Facebook, you found it later, go back to the beginning because I, I actually share these three. So just confirming. Just check that that's in. Is that in focus? That's in yeah, focus. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is. Um, so that's the types uh, of, of of things. You know, the, the the content buckets, if you like, you need to think about. So mm-hmm. we want to give you some examples, but also the channels. Do you want to say something about the channels, Sharon? The different yes, channels people I, can you know, use. I think you know it, it goes without saying that LinkedIn is a huge priority platform, um, and for some companies, you know, they will prioritize that. Um, you know, in in a very very focused way, and and DIY and, and you know, we would strongly encourage people to think about you know think about sharing your content across multiple channels. You know, so LinkedIn, of course, um, make sure that you, of course, you want to build your LinkedIn company page, but when you think about you know your business owners and your consultant team, and you add all those connections together you are missing a huge opportunity if you are not sharing your value added content down um you know business owners and team key team members you know individual um profiles because your reach will be so much greater you know but do share content around um you know twitter around facebook you know there's lots of benefits from a you know from a future point you might think your audience is not on facebook um however they're you know within a certain demographic um, you know, your audience may well be on Facebook. It might be at night time and you can do different kinds of um, of advertising to that audience. And rem- um, remember, Facebook advertising is relatively inexpensive. inexpensive. Um, yeah. The targeting is not as good as on LinkedIn, as in you can't get really, really, really detailed. Uh, and of course, because of the latest updates on Facebook. However, 
you can advertise, particularly with videos, you can reach out to your market. Yeah. You can still do an age you know, range in, in your mm. market. And you know uh, that that is relatively easy to do, and with video, that's quite inexpensive to get in front of your market and, and retarget. And just, as well. I mean, thinking about video as well. You know, if if you are creating videos, and we're seeing more and more companies doing short videos, do make sure that you then have a YouTube channel that you're adding those videos onto YouTube, that you're putting SEO and titles and descriptions <coughs> in those, and of course, you know, ads on YouTube as well <coughs> can be relatively inexpensive yes, as, as, a, as a platform. And of course, you know, remember Instagram, um, it's a very visual platform and yet more and more companies are able <coughs> to, to, to leverage that. Um, and TikTok, you, know, you might think, oh, gosh, really? Um, you know, I think there are some companies that are testing out TikTok in different ways. Of course, it, it, you do need to be a bit more creative, but there are opportunities there. I, I think perhaps, you know, let's say at the moment, the jury could be out in terms of, you know, the demonstrable ROI. And yet it's a platform that is growing exponentially. And I think it's one that we can't ignore, but we need to look at and we need to do some testing and playing around with it because, um, you know, it's visual, there's there's video. Um, and, you know, if if again, you've got a certain demographic of your market that's more Gen, Gen Z, um, then it could be where some of your candidates are sitting right now. Yeah. Um, anything else yeah no no i think i think you've, i think you've covered it all there remember mm. people go to youtube looking for solutions if they don't know how yeah. to do something yeah so always use something particularly for candidates that if you've got some content on youtube that yeah. you share around other channels and you do that there yeah i think the other thing of course that the, there's two other areas as well do you want to Shall talk? i do do you want to talk do, about yeah about quickly do email, email and, and website so so you know you may you may hear or see articles and different things that you know email doesn't work anymore email's dead it absolutely is not i'm on a passionate mission to convince people that email is one of the most underutilized resources and one of the most cost-effective ways of marketing to your clients and your candidates and you know yes we want to find those candidates to fill jobs now but remember, 93% of people are not ready to, to make that move right now. So it's about nurturing and building relationships, keeping your brand and your business front of mind so that when people are ready, that it is you that they go to. So, you know, think about having some key nurture campaigns in place. And if there are two campaigns that as a minimum that you have, it will be, you know, have a nurture candidate campaign and a nurture client campaign. Um, oh, you, you, it's all right. You've just gone on to that bit there. It's fine. Right. Sorry. No, it's uh, all right. Was there something you were going to no, no, just No, no. No, I was just thinking we're going to talk about websites as well. Right. I'll let you do websites. Then. Oh, all right. Yeah. No worries. We like to kind of like, you know, share yeah, Just it. mix it around a bit. So thinking about channels and, and, and methods to use. So channels, obviously, we've talked about social media. Email is critical. It's still, you know, who doesn't open their, as a business owner, who doesn't open their email every morning and check what's what's in there. So, you know, you, you know you're going to get a, a chat, sporting chance of being read. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, of course, is your authority website in that um, we, we, we talk a lot about social media. The job of social media is to reach out to people. You can be in front of people relatively inexpensively to pull them back to your authority website. So make sure that on your website you are answering all those 
all those areas that we talked about before. You've got authority content on there. You've um, you, you've also got you know who you are, what you do, and how you can help. And then you've got all your social proof there as well. So it's making sure that you 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 consistently getting people back to your website. When it comes to the types of content to put in these three buckets that we talked about at the at the beginning, um, if we look about social content. Um, you can share all your blog material on all of the social channels. Yeah, YouTube is a bit different. You'd have to speak it out, um, uh, you know, on a podcast. For those of you who may listen to our podcast, I know a number of you do. Um, then uh, then obviously, you know, it, it, again, it's just somebody talking into a microphone. But if you think about all your different social channels, you, you know, you can build authority. Um, you know, you can share uh, different, you know, quotes. Um, you can share, um, you know, videos, you can share your blog content, you can share PDFs, they go down very well. Um, you can share reports because one of the things that we create for our clients are reports, PDFs. They are still one of those popular things that people look for. And it really does help you elevate your brand and position yourself as this person. Somebody writes a report mentally we make this unconscious connection. If somebody's written a report, they know what they're talking about. Um, and that, you know, is, is something we would strongly encourage you to to do and, you know, leverage um, when it comes to content that, that, that you're creating. Can I just say something yeah. on, on that report side? That, you know, I think sometimes people, um, you know, can pigeonhole reports for that, that piece of marketing strategy that is about going on to a page on a website where you put your name and your email address in and then somebody downloads it. There are multiple, multiple ways that you can use a report and that is just one of them. Yeah. And and so don't pigeonhole reports just for that one particular strategy because, you know, you can leverage that content um, probably in 12 to 15 different ways. I'm, I, I, we've got a diagram of how to use the templates that we provide every month. And I'm trying to remember how many circles are on it, but there's a lot. Yes. And there is absolutely easily 12 of them. Yeah. Um, so the other way, of course, is email. So it's just if you imagine that you're just delivering the content that you have down different channels, it's mm. like be everywhere. Um, we were chatting about this the other day on one of our uh, one of our uh, Q&A calls and it was like, you know, sometimes you know, you'll see, I don't know if it's the same for, for you, but I'll hear something on the radio, I'll see it on the TV, I'll be retargeted to hell on um, on social channels and I think oh, that must be that must be good. They're everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's the same for you guys as well, is that, you know, if you you're sending send things through email, people are seeing you on social media then there is an unconscious connection these guys where maybe we need to have a conversation with these guys because they're everywhere and they seem to know what they're doing so you know email content there's lots of different campaigns you can use in email in our in our particular uh program we have i think something like 10 at the moment and i'm writing another four so you know there's all the you know there's, there's like an if you imagine there's an email campaign for for no matter where somebody is on the on the journey and as i say you know that that is being opened a lot so you can you know and have even have an email say look go and go and read our um mm. testimonials go and read you go, go and read our our case studies that that makes a difference um i think when it comes to your website 
And there's still websites that I see out there that don't have a blog or insights page on. Yeah. Strongly suggest that you do that because um, for every piece of content that you put on that page, that's another page on your website. So I don't know about you, but I would sooner someone be able to find five or 600 pages uh, of my website on Google. And Google, of course, when you do that, Google positions you as an authority because you're creating content and that's what he wants people to do. Uh, so make sure if you've, if you've not got, it's really relatively simple to do, uh, you know, talk to your web guys and, and they will do that, that for you. So, you know, on your website, you can have so many different um, pieces of content that really demonstrate your authority and all the things that we've talked about can all be on your website and people can find them. And of course, Sharon, you mentioned SEO before from an SEO perspective as well, um, people will find you. So if you're talking about interview skills for engineers, then people are Googling that. Mm -hmm. And particularly, let's just say you're a local recruiter. Let's just say that you're, you're around here in Cumbria. Uh, there's lots of engineering companies around here. And you, know, you, you start typing that in and you happen to be a recruitment company in Cumbria, then you, it, the, the Google, Google's not as complicated as people think. Of course, Google, what, what it wants to do is, is provide that searcher um, the result that they're looking for. So the first, the first website it's going to send them to is somebody in the local area. There's even um, uh, search terms now. If you've got Alexa, you know, find pizza places near me, Alexa. Probably should probably shout out in a minute. <laughs> no, I've said that. Uh, but you know, so those are the things to to think about as well. I think I think something a phrase that you may well resonate with um, that I hear multiple times every week um, as I'm chatting to, to different directors and owners is um, you know we have an amazing service we have a great a great kind of like company name you know within the client base that we've got and I want to stop being the best kept secret and I still hear that phrase time and time again and so if you want to stop being the best kept secret then you know as you start to implement some of the things we've talked about today and it will elevate your brand and get your brand out in a much much wider audience so that you can start fishing because you like to use the fishing pond thing you can start fishing in a much bigger part i know of the fish market. by the way <laughs> but it's just a great analogy isn't it that you know you need more lines and yeah you need a bigger uh, pond i need a big and you need more lines so I hope that's been useful for you today. Um, for those of you, uh, obviously, I think we've just had a couple of people come on live today, but you know, by all means, just just watch these videos. We're, we're just gonna, gonna show up and mm. uh, uh, give you some ideas around some of the things that you can do that's going to elevate your marketing. Because I think for particularly micro and SME businesses at the moment, um, you need a bit of support. You need some ideas and suggestions to, to how to help you stand out with for for you and your brand. So I think that's it for today. I think it is. We'll see you next week. Have an amazing weekend. Hope you may get to enjoy this lovely weather. Yeah. Um, and we'll see you next week. All right then. Bye for now. Bye for now. If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then maybe it's time that you check out Superfast Circle. Because as a member of Superfast Circle, we are with you every single step of the way as you start to elevate your marketing to a new level. 
you get weekly calls, you get an online training uh, platform that you can access anytime, anywhere, on any device. You have events that you can uh, attend. We have a tech genius that can help you with your, uh, with your technology. And you also get your marketing collateral provided for you every single month that you are a member of the circle. So if you would like to know more, then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash SFC. Have a look at what's involved, what's included, and then book a call with one of us and we can talk you through exactly what the next steps are. We'll give you a demonstration of the program and we'll, we'll have a conversation about how this can work for you and your recruitment and staffing business. So speak to you soon.